on cornerofthegalaxy.com. Welcome to Corner of the Galaxy, the show that talks 100% LA Galaxy soccer. We're glad you could join us. Now it's time to sit back and relax as your hosts navigate through the twisting, turning, but never boring world of the five-time MLS Cup champion, LA Galaxy. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Corner of the Galaxy on cornerofthegalaxy.com. I'm your host, Josh Gessman, coming to you on a January 5th. LA Galaxy getting ready to report for physical starting this weekend. That means everything must be happening, and what do you know? Stuff is happening. Galaxy get a little frantic, a little frenetic, start making some signings, doing some deals, dishing out people, acquiring people. There's a lot of things going on right now. We're glad that we can talk to you about it. There's some rumors circulating, possibly even maybe a GM rumor. Ooh, oh my goodness. When was the last time we had one of those? Are we allowed to have that? Who is your president, LA Galaxy fans? I have no idea, but we at least have a show for you today to help me he's back we're glad to have him back as always from the great state of texas eric the portuguese hammer beer eric how's it going buddy that was surprising from you calling it the great state of texas it's, I'm impressed. it's a wonderful state there's just morons who run it that's well, all outside of this general vicinity is what i'm guessing but yeah yeah, yeah. I, I was gonna go on your joke on who's the galaxy president it's it's eight o'clock pacific time do you know where your club president is <laughs> i think I think that's a good a good riff we could probably go off. Donde está el presidente? <laughs> that's uh, a whole different. Yeah, we, this works in, in multiple languages. Multiple languages, yeah. If we could figure out how to say it in French, um, I think we'd really be onto something there, especially. Le president. <laughs> good job. That's all I got. That's all you got? <laughs> that's all I got, as far as I go. That's Happy a, New Year, Josh. Happy New Year, Mr. Yeah, I know. Who would have thought? Here we are. Here we look at us. Look at us. Here we are. <laughs> Here we are. This is this is not where I parked my car. Eric Eric was texting me today and dropped a little. Was that, that was from European vacation, for, right? For Euro trip. Yeah. Okay. Euro trip. Slightly different. Right. The movie still holds up. Great movie, but an underutilized line is this is not where I parked my car. And I feel like that's uh, the galaxy could use that for a lot of uh, you know situations. How did we get here? This is not where we parked our car for sure. Yeah. This is <laughs> exactly. This is this is not where we parked our car. Um, yeah, I mean, today was, I guess, unexpected. It was pretty funny. I was actually texting the galaxy as the announcements are coming out. I go, you got anything else? I just want to know and, uh, and tell Greg, I appreciate it. Cause I didn't know what we were going to talk about tonight and now we're good. And, uh, Vicky over at the, uh, LA galaxy wrote back and she says, I can keep going if you want me to. I'm like, I think we're good for right now. I think, I think we're good. I think we got enough. I don't want to, I don't want to make a show. I don't, she goes, we'll make you go a whole nother hour. We can keep pushing stuff out. I'm like, no, no, no. I think we're good. Let's, let's pump, yeah. pump the brakes a little bit. That's the funny thing. I mean, we, we kind of knew about Mavinga. That rumor was happening this week. And then when Memo Rodriguez dropped, it's like, wait, this is too many players. We only have one player at a time. We need to slow down. You know, we need to pace ourselves. 
you know, before uh, with all this preseason before we get going. So, yeah, tons of news, lots of stuff dropping today. So fun times. Yeah, it, it, this very much feels like the office. It's happening. It's happening. Everyone stay <laughs> calm. You know, um, it was funny because everybody says, oh, well, nothing's happening. And then a, a flurry of things happening. But by, by the way, I don't think anything is massive on the whole scare. Some of it might even be meh, depending on how you look at it. Yeah. But the wheels are turning. I think that's the big thing. The wheels are well, turning and, a little bit. And that's that was my kind of consensus that I came to was you saw teams around the league, you know, picking up players, you know, picking up GAM, making trades, things happening. And the Galaxy were absent from all of that news. And that made me a little bit nervous. Like, okay, everyone else is making moves. Everything else is happening. And the Galaxy are just keeping their same roster, you know, uh, that they had at the end of last season, even losing more players. So... I, again, I was just an honor to be nominated. I was happy just the Galaxy were in rumors and in with things happening. So you're right. No game-changing things happening today, but progress. We're now on the map. We're making moves. There's, you know, the wheels are spinning. So it kind of lets you know that the, the MLS season is near. The LA Galaxy just two days away from reporting to Dignity Health Sports Center. Now, our, D- Dignity Health Sports Park. I know how to say things. It's fine. I'll get there. I'm the pre- StubHub Center at Dignity Health Sports Park ho- by, at Home Depot. By Home Depot, Center. yes. Yeah, yes. Presented by Home Depot. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I was talking to somebody at the Galaxy. I'm like, I'm in preseason form. You can tell. Like, it's I am not <laughs> firing on all cylinders yet. We're, we're getting there. Uh, two days. Now, Damian Calhoun was able to tweet out today. And, and shout out to Damian because I feel like I, I missed him. I can't wait to see him. He's going to get a big bear hug whether he likes it or not whenever he sees me. <laughs> um, he's saying the LA Galaxy reporting for physicals over the weekend. First day of training is now. Now scheduled for the 10th. Okay, so they report on the 7th. Everything will basically be uh, ready to go and they'll hit the um, the the field on the 10th. So it's 7th, 8th, um, 7th is Saturday, 8th is Sunday. Uh, and then so night. So Tuesday is going to be your first day of training for the LA Galaxy. Uh, we expect, by the way, if you haven't been paying attention, Douglas Costa was like, hey, I'm headed back to LA. Yes, that's what should be happening. That's expected. Don't sit there and freak out about it. It's okay. You know, maybe you need a stuffed animal to sleep with to give you some security about this. Douglas Costa is an LA Galaxy player, always was going to be an LA Galaxy player, probably up to this point. And so you expect him to go. And I think we made the point on, uh, I was going to say Monday, but it was Tuesday night, just day after, day before yesterday. Yeah. Um, Kevin and I made it, the point that uh, when was the when did they buy out Giovanni Dos Santos? The very last day before. So if they're going to buy out, if they're going to do something with a Douglas Costa, it's going to happen, but it's going to happen in this time period between now and the first game, right? So, and, and that situation was a little bit different also because Zlatan had transferred over. We knew he was no longer going to be a TAM player, so you knew he had to have a DP slot. And so there were just too many DPs on the roster, so something had to give. For right now, there's not that situation where we have too many DPs. So as of right now, you know, Costa is still on the roster, and we're expecting him to come back. Uh, he's under contract. If they're reporting on the 10th, he's under contract. He should be there on the 10th. That's his job. That's what he's being paid to do and expect him to be there. But to your point, that doesn't mean there's not other options. Right. There's not other things that could happen. If you see other designated players come in and maybe they get two designated player caliber guys come on this roster, then you say, okay, maybe Costa is going to be the odd man out and the one to go. But until then, you know, it's okay. It's all, we still have plenty of time. We're going to get time. through this. There's time. Nothing was happening this week until it did. So and, yeah. <laughs> it is what it is. Exactly. 51 days now uh, until that first game uh, at the Rose Bowl against LAFC. So in El Trafico to start everything. So that's where we sit in those terms. And I will say uh, that with Douglas Costa trying to fill out his dance card as quickly as possible, he was talking to everybody in Brazil, it seemed like. Um, I would still imagine that there is a, a want for him to return to Brazil. 
I feel like there's still a pathway there, so don't write that off yet. Uh, he certainly laid a bunch of groundwork and went and did the thing and kissed the rings and apologized and did the things he, he needed to do to sort of set himself up for that Brazil return. I still feel fairly strongly that he's not on the roster whenever this get, this game goes at the Rose Bowl. That's that's my feeling right now. And you know what what the biggest mistake was by by Douglas Costa is he was, you know, filmed playing some pickup and posting it, uh, you know, doing some indoor soccer somewhere, wearing a Boston Celtics jersey. How dare and, you, sir? And that's how, that's how you show your way out of Los Angeles. You start wearing the Boston Celtics gear. That's not how you ingratiate uh, the people of Los Angeles. So, sir, you know, maybe, maybe that'll that'll fly in, in Brazil. Sir, how dare you? And this is a Wendy's. Um, <laughs> so anyway, so that's that's sort of where we sit there. Um, and I'm going to bring this image back up. Uh, this is the image of the replica kit uh, for the LA Galaxy. This is the second kit that is supposedly coming out. Um, I can tell you this, that I believe that I have seen the authentic kit. Uh, I know that Eric believes that he has seen the authentic kit. I can't show you what it looks like. It looks similar to that. So that's 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 correct from everything that I've seen. Um, there is some additional stuff on there. Some flair, um, especially the red on the wings. I'm going to call it the mm-hmm. wings or the sides of the, yeah. of, of the, the jersey. Side paneling. Yeah, it ties it in with I think you were saying ties it in with the with the the collar, the collar. Yeah, this is all, all my dreams come true because I've always, you know, heard of people who get first looks, but they're not allowed to share what it's I've actually, I, I've seen it now, or I think I've seen it. It, it may be real. It looks real. <laughs> it looks uh, real. <laughs> but, you know, the difference being, you know, has the stars, so you know it's authentic. Right. And then the piping on the side is the major difference. And they're a little bit more red. So that the red and green on the collar kind of seems like it comes out of nowhere, or the red pops out of nowhere on the replica. Seems like it doesn't quite fit in, but with the red on the side paneling, it kind of, I feel like it ties it all together. You're a community kit lifer that you are not going to be happy with whatever comes next. I, I'm I'm not mad about it. I like this kit. I like the 2002-ish vibes that they're kind of going for, the city of LA flag right. that they're going for. I, I like it. I think it plays. I think it's going to make a nice contrast with the collar on the City of Stars kit and then the collar with whatever they call this, the LA. You no, know. that's what I was going to ask. What are they going to name this? What is but community? I think, well off. I think it's a good set. I, I think there, there's enough contrast, but there's also kind of uniformity in their style. So, you know, I'm, I'm a uniform guy. I, I dig, I dig what they did with it. Yeah. Um, I was going to say, what are they going to call it? Right. Like the like community part dose. Like what? what well, it's it? something, it's going to be something for, for LA, the four LA kit or something for Los Angeles because of that city flag that they're, they're basically borrowing from there. I think so you're going to have LA somewhere in it. The Angelino kit or something. Oh, get out. I get, this is why you don't name kits. This is the Angelino I, Derby. They're going to finally give up on El Trafico and just, just call know, go, go all in, call it the LA Derby <laughs> and everybody's going to get an accent. It should be a lot of fun. Um, I think that, I think that people are going to like it. I do. I think they're going to like it. My whole complaint comes from, and this is very easily my whole complaint, is that you have the community kit. It was new. It was different. It was this flair. You caught lightning in a bottle. You did everything that you could because it was good design, good everything. And then you tried to like hit copy and paste in order to like keep the vibe the same. And you can't do that. Right. That's not how that works. The reason that the community kit was so successful is because outside the box, you were thinking you you grabbed from the past, you made it modern, you did a bunch of things. And so then they basically said, well, let's do the same formula again. If it was me, you go to a navy blue kit and you say, "Okay, here's our navy blue kit. And it's different. And you make it separate and you try to make the best navy blue kit that you can, knowing that it's never going to match the community kit, knowing that it's not going to be that right. But that's going to be a really good complement to whatever you have on that first kit. Right. So. 
You had that. That's, right. Yeah, I think that's fair. Yeah. And then you could have separated it and been like, no, we're going back to the teal. Now, someone like me could also criticize and say, oh, you're trying to go back to the well again, you know, trying to drill up that money. That's what but that's what this feels like. So. You know, hey, maybe maybe there's no satisfying me. Uh, there, the, there is there is no satisfying. Okay, good. Okay. <laughs> but 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 I I like the, the this is where you know with clubs who have been around for centuries this is kind of you know especially when you think of a club like Boca Juniors or River Plate you know I'm going directly to Argentina but their jerseys are so iconic that from year to year there's not really so much you could change because there's iconic elements of it and so I think that's kind of what you get you have a classic white shirt. We had the sash, which was the identity. Oh, and then for the, the away kit, kind I miss of. the sash. Yeah, miss going back to that history, you know, you go back to your, your community kit with the stripes. I think until they can get Nike, Nike to kind of budge on whatever trademark they have for that zigzag, that 96, I think if they can get that back on a style of a shirt, that's going to be, you know, a huge seller when they come back. You know, MLS Cup winning years with that teal kit. I, I, I don't have an issue with going back to the well and kind of going with some of these historic kits. But I also like the going back and forth. That's a fair argument. Hey, we went back with the teal and black, those colors. Now we're going to, you know, go to the Navy blue and then we'll cycle back to like an old school. I like that pattern and kind of going back and forth, but who's to say that they're not going to do that next time around. So Uh, plenty, uh, plenty of jerseys to work with. LA galaxy. I know I said, I didn't like the kit. I would just like to remind you large, not extra large. Okay. Large, not extra large. Okay. Last time made me feel a little self-conscious. This time I'm hoping we can rectify that, you know, and, if, if that comes about. Yes. And LA Galaxy, if, if you're listening, extra large, <laughs> extra large. Extra. That's it. That's okay. all I got. Okay. Extra large works on, okay. on, on all fronts. Okay, good. I'm glad I'm glad we were done just absolutely selling out just so <laughs> hardcore. Uh, let's get to some super chats, please. And we got a bunch of them. Uh, Matt gave us $5 super chat, says one for Mavinga. And then he gave us another super chat and he says one for Rodriguez. And then Chris said $5 super chat and said one for Pavone. I knew the Pavone this was going to come. <laughs> and by the way, I want you to know, we'll talk about it later. Okay. But I don't know where Matt Doyle is seeing rumors. He maybe he looks in a different place than I. Maybe he watches the galaxy much closer than I do. I have seen nothing to indicate that is true. So anyway, we'll continue. We'll talk about it later. Uh, another $5 uh, from Matt. And he goes, one cent for each time I have asked, is Chris Klein your president to myself today? I don't, I, and, and nobody knows. Yeah, uh, Matt's coming in hot. Yeah, one for each of the players and then, you know, for Klein. So appreciate right. that, Matt. Then Chris, you know, way, way to follow up. I think if Matt's going to be calling your shots and saying, this is going to be one for each of the free agents, I think Chris is going on a limb and say, hey, let's, let's put this out into the air, right. you know, Let's make it happen. My wife, my wife is currently in that that sort of let's put speak let's put the existence. yeah speak yeah. it into existence. Um, you know, so I'm 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 constantly trying to do that as well. Uh, do you want to take the uh, the next one? Yeah. I feel like this yeah, one's Romina. more up here. Yeah, go for it. Yeah, yeah Romina in the chat just said Happy New Year. Shout out from a Portuguese fan in Artesia. Let's have a great 2023 season. So I know Romina. So again, Portuguese community in Artesia, we're a tight knit community. We all kind of know each other. We go out to each other. So shout out to you, Romina. Thanks for for tuning in and all our Portuguese peeps in Artesia. Large galaxy following. You know, there's been a little bit of a rift recently with the new club adding and then it being European, some Euro snobby type people kind of gravitating towards the other side of town. But the, the diehard original Portuguese and Artesia, you know, they're true G's, true Galaxy fans. So big shout out to you, Romina. Thanks for thanks for jumping in the chat and thanks for the super chat. Romina, we appreciate you. Thank you very much. Uh, yeah. All right. So we are now at a spot where I think we can start hitting some of this news and why not? Um, let's start from the very beginning. 
let's go with this. This is the one that sort of went under the under the table a little bit, right? Nobody's really paying attention. Didn't mean much. It still doesn't mean all that much, but the LA Galaxy did acquire $50,000 in general allocation money from New York City FC in exchange for the discovery priority. I like how they say discovery priority instead of discovery rights now. <laughs> They've changed They're it. Cha- they, yeah, you can't fool us. We know where you're going. For uh, defender uh, Micha Lenich or Yenich. Uh, I, I'm just glad we didn't have him on our team. Because then we'd have, to pr- rights, yeah, we'd have to practice pronouncing that. That'd be a fun one. This is one of those that um, you sit there and say, well, you know, oh, well, I bet the Galaxy could have used him. You know, and it's, it's also one of those. It's like, eh, it's, you, no, they weren't. No, they probably weren't going to. Right. So why not get $50,000 for it? And apparently he was on the Galaxy's discovery priority list of things it's it, so stupid can I we hate. talk about that when when is that going to change because that i think we've gotten to the point in the league where with the, with the ronaldo rumors that that just is kind of ridiculous the the way it, it panned out and i know you and the panda talked about it but i think the the rules eventually have to change on that if a player is and i don't know how you fix it because you know you do want to say hey i we did discover that that name you just described and i apologize i'm not gonna you know i i, I didn't stick but the that player you know, he wasn't on necessarily on the world radar, but the Galaxy kind of, hey, if we're keeping an eye on this guy, let's scout him. I could kind of see that. But with a player like Ronaldo or Mbappe or, you know, even Christian Pavone, someone who's kind of made themselves known, I, you know, I, I think we've reached a point in the league where they can they can start to let that go. Yeah, it feels it feels forced at this point. Yeah. And, and it's not realistic. Well, I mean. You know, in the larger scheme of things, the single entity is all BS now, too. That's, so it's like yeah, that's one that, of those things. This is that is a relic from single entity. And they pretend like single entity. If anybody challenged single entity in court right now, they would lose the, the league would lose single entity yeah. because teams compete for each other for free agents. They compete for each other on the world market. So they're not a single entity. They are absolutely competing against each other. So, yeah, yeah, I, don't, yeah. Mm. I know this. The single entity is the reason for it. But I, I do think that. You know, rules can change. There's so many rule changes that happen every year in MLS. Why not? I think it's time for that one to go. Very well could be. Now let's get to one that uh, that has a little, there's a little bit better sort of, uh, you know, making you feel a little bit better, maybe making you feel a little bit worse. I don't know. I This is one of those where I think uh, when you hear that Sasha Kleshen announces that he's retired, nobody's surprised, right? He was certainly last year, he was like, this is not my last year. And I have a feeling that, he would probably play again if he really thought he had an opportunity to play in L.A., uh, whether that was with the L.A. Galaxy or whether that was with LAFC. I don't think it would it would he would care. He would probably want one more year. He probably understands that's not a possibility this year. And I would imagine the Galaxy didn't offer him a contract to come back. And all of that stuff happens and it goes. Um, but I don't think he was going to move his family at this point. That was it. Like, he's yeah. like, no, I'm good. I'm staying. I'm retired. If this is if I can't play where I can be here and I can yeah. be home with my family as much as possible. Talking about a guy who just spent, you know, over a month in, in Qatar for the world cup and doing all the stuff that he was doing for Fox digital. Um, I would imagine that he probably would have stayed, but he needed to be here. And if that wasn't an option, I felt like he was, he's probably okay. And at peace with this decision that, that sort of makes yeah. sense to me. I think with, when he returned or <laughs> he didn't really return to the galaxy, you know, unless you want to count that, uh, you know, you're, your news dropping and what was that 2014 uh, when he was uh, rumored to come back, but it was a homecoming of sorts to him returning to Southern California, you know, with roots here. And so you would, th- you would imagine, you know, after playing three seasons uh, with the LA galaxy, 
if he did get an option to go to like a St. Louis city or, you know, something like that, that he wouldn't uproot after kind of saying, okay, I'm returning home, everything going, I'm not now going to move everything out or maybe my family stays here, but I'm going to spend nine months in a different state in a different city. It's just not practical. So it makes sense that if there wasn't an offer in Los Angeles, that he wasn't going to entertain offers elsewhere. And he just decided uh, to call it. You mentioned the the work that he did with Fox digital during the world's cup. He, he had a fun little show there with, uh, you know, Jimmy Conrad and right. on, on Twitter, you know, I, I, that was really fun. And I think he, he, showed a lot of comfort the more the world's cup went on and he was really kind of a joy on there. And I think he, he may have discovered a new kind of lane for himself. And I think that that may have opened his eyes also. Maybe he said, I could come back and I could, you know, grind it out and go through the physical labors and kind of hurt myself again. Or I can maybe make, you know, similar amount and salary still live in Los Angeles, work in a studio, work, you know, with Apple TV, work with MLS, work as an analyst, uh, you know, with his experience with the U.S. national team and experience in Europe, I, I would imagine that he'd have plenty of suitors at Fox or CBS or any of those, you know, whip around shows that he's going to have a job somewhere in that sphere. And I think that work that he did in Qatar, you know, probably opened his eyes to that. So kudos to, to Sasha Klushin. Great career, national team player, you know, playing playing in Europe. Um, and then his time with the Galaxy, the, when he came to the Galaxy, you kind of hemmed and hawed and he said, you know, do the Galaxy really need a player, you know, at this point in his career? Is he mm-hmm. going to be able to contribute? And then over his tenure, he just, you know, put that in any doubter's face. He showed with his leadership that this is something that the Galaxy needed. They needed him on this squad. He was someone who spoke up during one of the more, more difficult seasons, was always willing to talk, uh, took leadership roles, took penalty kicks, had big moments. And, you know, the players who have been posting today, Julian Araujo, Dejan Jovalich, they really have shown how important of a mentor he was to those players as well. So we could say leadership qualities, you're bringing in a veteran, you're bringing in a locker room guy. We can say that all day, but when you have the younger players saying that and making a point to kind of tip their cap and, and, and give that player his flowers, that's where you recognize, okay, that's a real thing. And that's the real value that a player like Sasha brings to your team at this stage of his career. Cause I, I, I really enjoyed what he brought to the team. He, he had great moments with the LA galaxy this past season. You could tell the legs may not have been there anymore, and that probably contributed to his decision as well. But that doesn't mean that he didn't have a lasting impact on this Galaxy roster, uh, even moving forward. Yeah, and 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 Sasha, if you if you want to come on the podcast anytime, I can make some room up here. It wouldn't be very hard. I could just keep sliding Eric a little bit over. <laughs> I was going to say you can just remove me from the screen altogether. There's <laughs> plenty of room in this podcast, Sasha, for you to come on anytime you want. Um, no, but Sasha has been um, been so great and uh, so much fun to talk to over the years. And just what a what a great guy that he has he has he has been throughout everything. Um, you know, he he did that sit down with us a little bit earlier, and uh, we got that whole you know one on one that we could sort of talk to and 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 say hi. And you know, it was just it was a nice moment. Very honest, very open, very easy to talk to, very you know uh, personable guy and you know, uh, you just wish, wish the best, such a passionate guy, um, believes in like standing up for what is right. Yeah. <laughs> That's where he earned, he earned a lot of fans respect, uh, with, with his speaking out during, during these crazy times that we've kind of gone through in these last few years. Yeah. It'll be, uh, it, it, it's one of those that I think losing Victor Vasquez, I think losing Sasha collection, there's a vacuum that gets created with that a little bit. So who steps into that and how does that work? So, that was the uh, the big thing, and Sasha wrote a really good, um, you know, sort of goodbye 
uh, message today. And if you go on Twitter, it says, thank you, soccer and all this stuff. And he goes and he talks about it, the whole deal. Um, and, you know, this is a guy who has played an unbelievable amount of soccer in Major League Soccer, almost 20, you know, over 24,000 minutes. Uh, the big number there is that 99 regular season assists, trying to get that 100 so many times. Didn't that quite stinks. pull off. That yeah. one really stinks. I'm yeah. like, he's like, just give me 20 minutes, like one game, right? Yeah. Like 20 Especially- minutes, one game. <laughs> Especially with the protege of Dejan Jovalich, you could tell the bond that they had. Yep. Like for it to be to Dejan having the season that he had and to be the like, you could tell they wanted that to happen so bad. So that is the part that kind of stings. Still beloved in Anderlich, by the way. Still, still a guy who they they said, you know, hey, you know, enjoy your uh, your retirement type of thing. And uh, widely, wildly loved um, there in Anderlich and was a champion there with Anderlich as well. So. I mean, so many good things to Sasha Clash. We wish him all the best, and seat is always open here. Sasha, anytime you want to stop by and say hi, uh, we, you're more than welcome to do that. Sasha is uh, one of those guys who lives relatively close to me, uh, one of my one of my, my so-called neighbors. Uh, one, one, or, say- one or two of the Galaxy players live in and around where, where I live, um, and I've stumbled across him over the years, but um, I'm sure he'll be around. So I'll harass yeah. him and make sure that he comes on the podcast here. I was going to say, he, he's a, he's a, a media personality now. We may not, we may, may not be able to afford him. He probably can't. Yeah. He yeah. probably yeah. needs a fee now, right? You're going to have to, you know, stake out his house and say, Oh, funny running into you he's again. Gonna, you you want to come on the podcast? Here's, yeah. here's you, some microphone. You keep doing this. Here's some microphone. <laughs> you just sit out here all day, Josh. That's what you do. Um, so yeah, uh, it, it'll be, uh, really interesting to see what he does next. So now let's turn the page. Let's talk about acquisitions. You lost Sasha question. Let's talk about who the LA galaxy brought in. And this was the rumor that we talked about on Monday. Uh, Chris Mavinga officially signed. Uh, listen, when Tom, uh, Bogart, uh, says, uh, that, that something's going to happen, it's going to happen mostly because I'm pretty sure Tom has a source within the league that whenever contracts come across that person's desk, they tell him. And it's like, cause it's, like clockwork almost all the time. Once he's like, oh, they're basically it's signed. You know, everything's going. So Chris Mavinga uh, officially signed to the LA Galaxy. He'll now be headed his direction. This is a, reunite, uh, a reuniting between Greg Vanny, between Chris Mavinga, remember 2017 in the trouble. Uh, Chris Mavinga played and was, uh, you know, a pretty good starter in that 2017 year. This is a guy who struggled with injuries. who's gone up and down in form. Um, and if you really want to play some fun uh, pointy hat conspiracy theory stuff, this is a Jerome Mary guy as well. <laughs> Um, I noticed that today also. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I knew that beforehand, uh, the, and if you, we've talked to Greg Vanny about Jerome Mary and he has said that he, they've used him in Toronto, blah, blah, blah. They use it like the whole deal. So he's very familiar with them. It's not a surprise. I, I think some people were saying, okay, so the LA galaxy are going to be better at scouting, right? Eric, remember that? I mean, that's really, they should be better at scouting. Now they have we told they have scouting network yes they have people they have things to do they're creating ghost lists and all this stuff and i think there is rightfully some concern that whenever the la galaxy have the ability to do that and let's say they went after somebody like aaron long and we talked on tuesday that's what it looks like yeah that's when we talked on tuesday about how the la galaxy seem to miss on free agents an awful lot like they don't get that top tier free agent everybody skips them and then they get these other guys right this feels like that sort of step backwards, but there's also some arguments, I think, at least with Mavinga, that one is Greg Vanny is just like almost every other coach in this league, which is they're going to go back to guys they know, right? So he needs something. He knows. He thinks he knows what he can get out of Chris Mavinga. Well, I think Chris had some um, some family issues and some injuries and some, some a whole bunch of different things that were going on 
right? Uh, over the last year, year and a half. So he's a guy who maybe is looking to like resurrect that form, find that. And he's, he wants to be in a comfortable place, which is with Greg Vanny and Greg Vanny wants him because that's a comfortable place for Greg Vanny as well. Bruce Arena does this. Caleb Porter does this. There's yeah. not a coach in the league that doesn't go and grab their guys whenever they get a chance. Yeah. On first glance, that's kind of the part that makes you balk a little bit and say, you know, is, is the ghost team just the 2017 Toronto you know, <laughs> TFC team? And that's, that's it. That's, that's it. the ghost team. Whenever yep. you run out of ideas, you just go to that roster and decide who, who can we pick up from there. But to your point, Bruce Arena, you know, is bringing uh, Dave Romney back to New England. He had Legette there. He had Emma Boateng there. So he had his, he has his guys that he knows what he could expect out of. And he calls them back and he has success with that. And other coaches do that. And so I, I understand the point of every coach does this so you can't get mad at it. Um, you know, someone Logan just mentioned Siggy did the same thing with his players. I'll do it. And yeah. so, so, so I can kind of talk myself into that. I'll go one step further. Look at who Greg Vanny has brought in from Toronto. Raheem Edwards has been serviceable. Yes. Done, you know, I think I, above I think, serviceable. So yes, yeah, yeah, but, but definitely he had his moments where he's had struggles, right? But you're right. Better than average. Right. Um, bringing him in Mark Delgado when mm -hmm. he's been on the field, he's been stellar, you know, had some struggles last season, had, but had top 10 MLS numbers last year. In fact, might've even yeah. been top three MLS numbers last year. And everybody yeah. sort of breezes over that, but yes, correct. Yeah. Then Victor Vasquez, mm -hmm. what he was able to contribute wasn't an everyday starter, but you know, he was dropping dimes, scoring clutch goals this past season. When the galaxy were down in the dumps, Victor Vasquez was that guy who kind of, Provided that spark. Oddly enough, the the oldest man on the or second oldest man on the roster. I don't know if he was older than Sasha or not, but you know, one of the older veteran players was the one who was that spark to get the galaxy going. So, with that being said, okay, now you've brought in, he's brought in these players from Toronto and had success with that. The one <laughs> counterpoint to that is Eric Zavaleta, maybe not having tons of success, not kind of filling that role. But we knew that coming in, he, he didn't he wasn't cost someone any money. Was, he yeah, didn't cost and he wasn't money. setting the world on fire. He wasn't. Uh, you know, it's one of those things. So you, you take that for what it is, right. you know, doing his nephew a favor there, getting him into the squad. So uh, I'll, I'll I'll concede to Greg Vanny on, you know, getting the gang back together from the 2017 uh, TFC team because the players that he's brought in have had success with the Galaxy. So until he can, he brings in a bunch of stinkers. And the thing is, you, you can't keep doing this. Eventually, you know, <laughs> those players are going to be older and they're going right. to retire. You're, you're right. not going to be in 2030, bring in the 2017 TFC champions, uh, you know, treble winners. Eventually, <laughs> those players are you're going to run out of those players. Um, but while they're still serviceable, I, I, I don't have an issue with it. And we'll see how it plays out on the field. Here, here was the thing we talked about on Tuesday that Mavinga made over a million dollars, just barely over a million dollars in guaranteed salaries, like one million three at thirty seven thousand five hundred dollars. Right. That was his his salary in 2022. Um I was able to reach the LA Galaxy today on this, and I clarified, and I just want to make sure. The, the press release didn't mention targeted allocation money, which usually indicates that no targeted allocation money was used because they have to say it whenever the um, whenever oh, that's it, a good sign. it was used, right? So I was like, okay, that's a good sign, but I still want to double check. So I checked. The LA Galaxy confirmed with me no targeted allocation money was used to sign Mavinga. That means that his salary is below the max budget charge, which is it was six twelve five hundred. I don't remember what it went up to, but it's probably right around seven hundred thousand dollars this year, right? Right in that range. So it's below seven hundred thousand dollars, which means he took a pay cut in order to come, which was probably necessary dependent on form and availability from last year of what he could get. I'm not saying he's making $200,000. I'm just saying that he's not making a million dollars. So 
we won't know what that salary is until the salaries come out. So to really be able to judge this deal. But when you figure that, I think uh, Derek Williams was, and let's see, hold on. I actually have my charts here. Like, well, while you pull yeah. that up, I will say that he was, you know, towards the end of the season, he was a 90 minute starter for about 10 of the last 12 games. So um, while the form may not have been there at the beginning of the season, kind of middle of it towards the end, he was one of the regular starters there. So you, you, I did expect the salary to jump down. If you go on transfer market market and believe any of that, that has him at 600 K. Um, so again, it's going to be probably around that half a million up to 600 in that range. And I think um, when you compare it with Aaron Long, who you may have had to kind of break the bank and spend all your TAM and to get going for someone who, you know, to be honest, is, is probably going to be better than Mavinga, but at what cost? And then who are you not going to be able to bring in? And how is it going to hinder you with other moves? I, I think you can live with this. Getting the second best may be something that kind of works in the galaxy's favor, favor in this regard. I think you're going to find him left-footed center back, by the way. So same as Derek Williams, right? So I think you're going to find that Mavinga is similar to Williams in a lot of ways. So um, something somebody else pointed out is the French connection with Sega Koulibaly is kind of cool too, right? Like, so they can both speak French uh, yeah. to each other on the back. That's kind of fun. That makes for usually a good partnership whenever the two guys can sort of not just speak English together, but also speak like, you know, the same language together. That's a fun way to bind center backs uh, together. So we get at that. Uh, Derek Williams was making $750,000 in base and eight twenty in um, in overall salary. Uh, so I would imagine, like we said, this is going to be a Derek Williams replacement. Now, having said that, I think it's almost a straight Derek Williams uh, replacement uh, with Martin uh, Caceres. And, and we sort of don't know whether or not he's going to be coming back. I anticipate he is right now. Um, so when he comes back, you're going to have the rotation between him and Mavinga and Sega Koulibaly. You're not going to have Nick Depew anymore, uh, because that's our next one to talk about. Nick Depew goes to Nashville for $50,000 in general allocation money. And we'll talk about whether we think that's fine or not, but you're not going to have Nick Depew anymore. So already, I think we're seeing an adjustment in depth. Perhaps Jalen Neal slides into that, that Nick Depew spot where you're on the first team and you're ready to play minutes whenever they need you to play minutes, right? So you could be seeing something like that from Jalen Neal. There's also a possibility the Galaxy aren't done yet looking at center backs. Um, Alexander Callens out there from uh, New York City. I think he's a free agent. He is the second top free agent in center backs could possibly be an addition. You'd have to look at uh, uh, Caceres uh, and see whether or not he's coming back. If he doesn't come back, I could see them going for someone like uh, Callens and bringing them in, uh, bringing him into that spot. And then really having, I think, a solid right now center back. If if Caceres comes back is set. You're, I agree. You're good. You're done. You're you. You've you've had all you have all the pieces. If Caceres doesn't come back, now you have an issue, I think, um, because I don't think you, Mavinga is going to be a 34 game guy. I don't think Sega is going to be a 34 game guy. And, you know, if if even if they keep Caceres, he's not a 34 game guy. There's a rotation there that needs to yes. happen, especially with all the games that are going to get played this year. Yeah, I think w what it tells me is that you may see, you know, Neil and for kind of get some of those minutes and start to give that with Nick Depew being gone. He was someone who kind of slotted in when necessary, but Sega Koulibaly and Martin, Martin Caceres, they were your starters. And to me, if they're available, you start them coming back and then Mavinga provides that depth and then seeing how he plays, maybe he's able to kind of overtake Caceres and Caceres becomes more of the depth piece. And then you sprinkle in your youngsters with your Neil and Fukranis. And I think now you're, now you're set. Now that's, that's, you know, a center back 
that's how you kind of sprinkle and get your young guys experience, have your rotation of guys with the, you know, truncated season that we're going to end up having with games close together and with, you know, leagues cup and all that fun stuff going on. I feel like that's a good, what do we say? Five center backs there right. that the galaxy can build around. Maybe they could add one more MLS veteran who's going to add, you know, more experience. That's probably something that they could benefit from. But I feel like center back at this, at this point is pretty much set. So I'd, I'd be excited to see if they, they went for more uh, more outside backs. More outside. I, I really think that's almost set too, though. Like what, it is set, but it'd be yeah, it'd yeah be because rotational. You, I mean, if you if you look at, but I'm not saying by the way, um, and we're going to talk about this a little bit whenever we talk about uh, the midfielder the Galaxy signed and how that is depth that's a starter on another team type thing. Like the Galaxy just got deeper. Um, but when you look at it, Julian Araujo and Kelvin Leardam on that right hand side, so they can back each other up. That's fine. That's set. Um, you have Raheem Edwards and Chase Gasper on the left-hand side. That's fine. That's set. You have Kelvin Leardam, who can play left-back as well, so he can transition over there. Kelvin Leardam can also slide into the center and cover positions in the center if you need him to. There really is a lot of movable pieces there. I don't see any additions uh, coming in there. Uh, whether or not you find some young guys who can sort of fill in and, and maybe in some of those spots, maybe. But I feel like your back line, your goalkeeping is set as long as and as soon as we know the disposition of uh, of Acaceres and whether or not Martin is going to stay or he's going to go. Um, and so those and those are sort of things for me. They exercised his option, correct? They did. The, so they, they technically did. he's under contract like on the 10th. Yes. He should be he should at be camp there. ready to roll. He should yeah, be I, I would expect him to be here. I mean, I, unless you have information that I don't. The, the idea was that nobody knew whether or not after the World Cup would he retire. And so that still is sort of, I think, up in the air. Although if I guess people who are following him on social media say that that doesn't seem to be the case. He seems to be ready to come back. So yeah, I feel like I, he's I would back. imagine. Yeah. With his disposition and his the way he he looked the la, the end of last season, I would imagine he's ready to go and wants to play and wants to keep going. You know, I, I, I'd welcome back with welcome him back with uh, open arms here. Kind of some some dreams going on in the chat with John Brooks uh, not getting a lot of playing time in Portugal. Maybe he's someone you could go. Out, but he's going to be someone who's going to be expensive you know, probably even more expensive than Aaron Long or, or you know, you might have to get creative with contracts. So right. I, I like John Brooks. I thought he would have been great, you know, for the United States and Qatar. I thought, it was, you know, I'd, whatever issues, you know, we know Burr Halter's having plenty of issues Everybody's, right now, but that, that yeah, aside, aside from John Brooks, I know this, that's, that's a whole different, different podcast, different discussion, but you know, uh, I, I don't think that's going to, that's a likely target for the galaxy. Although it's, it's, I like, I like John Brooks. I yeah. think he's a, great center back, but I, I just, it doesn't seem like a realistic move. And that, that's the one thing that I think we have to be careful as galaxy fans. Cause I see it, it's like, well, well, you know, why are we going after Messi? Why are we, why, you know, why, why don't, why aren't the best players on the, and I, I get that we want those players on our teams, but we also have to be, you know, Aaron long was, you know, a bridge too far be, with salary being an issue when Aaron long is too hefty of a target, then you kind of need to rethink, you know, who you want on your team. Yeah, it's uh, it's an interesting one with with a lot of that stuff. Let's get to uh, Philip gave us a two dollars super chat. He said, "Who would Galaxy fans rather have, Long or Bradley? Bradley, as in as in Bob Bradley or Michael Bradley? Which which one of those? Are we talking about former TFC players? So Michael Bradley, I I think I would rather have Long just because I think the midfield semi set for for the LA Galaxy. I don't know, maybe just my guess, just my guess. Thank you for the super chat though. Appreciate that. Um, let's see." 
<laughs> oh God. <It's> <laughs> I have be- the same thing. You're, I keep pausing and breaking. Yeah. Good time. So word of the day is disposition. You put that in my head. Uh-huh. No, I put that in my head. I had a funny, funny one in the chat. So just say he's hot, you know, quit calling it his disposition. Uh-huh. He does have that look like he just wants, he wants to get after it. Yeah, I, so I'm, I'm not, I'm not going to, I'm not going to argue that. Yeah. Cause Saris, I, you know, I get it. He could have my babies. <laughs> you know, that's that. what I'm saying. He could have my babies. That's all I'm saying. I'm just, you know, that's all. No, um, there's, it's funny. Some guys are just like exude footballness. Right. When masculinity. Right, right. Well, no, it's not even that. It's but, just but like, has that like, Oh yeah. And I think it's the Uruguayans too. Cause Gaston has that same thing. Like the, I was going to say Gaston is like the other one who yeah, does this to me. Chest out. I think it's something about the, yeah, the Uruguayans have that special something. Gaston is this little slight dude. Right. And like, I'm taller than him and, and you see him, but you're also like, I'm not messing with that guy. Like there's no way I would cross the street and go the other side. If I saw that guy at night, you're like that guy, he, he, there's something about him. He's way too confident. I'm I'm going over <laughs> on the other side. Like I am, uh, but he's he's a lot of fun. Those guys are a lot of fun. It's it's a good time. Um, Nick DePew, Nick DePew goes to Nashville. Fifty thousand dollars in general allocation money. It seems like not enough. And and there's a couple things that go through my head whenever I see that number and sort of say okay. Um, one is uh, listen. There was not a lot of juice behind Nick DePew's name. All right, so that's one thing. And maybe I overvalue him a little bit. Um, in that, and I love to overvalue domestic defenders, but de- domestic defenders are are valuable. Uh, Dave Romney, uh, who I talked to uh, just before he got transferred over to New England, and uh, was talking to him about reuniting with Bruce Serena. He was he was all excited about that. And Kurt Anolfo too, right? Remember Kurt Anolfo started Dave Romney's career with LA Galaxy two, and then came up uh, with LA Galaxy and that type of thing. So he's getting over there. He's excited about going back. But Dave Romney got sold to New England for six hundred fifty thousand dollars in general allocation money. Right. That's a lot of money. But Dave Romney went to um, I think he went to Nashville for 250 or 200 whenever the LA Galaxy moved him in that direction. And it was one of those he wanted to go. And he said in his uh, exit interview sort of with Kevin Baxter, he said, I felt like they undervalued me. And they did. Um, they 100 percent did. Uh, and it was the same with Dan Starr's a lot of times, too, um, that we've seen. And so I feel like Nick DePew gets that gets a little bit of that rub from me too. It's like undervalued a little bit. And I know people don't like Nick DePew. And I remember the happy dances people did when Dan Steris was traded and the happy dances people did when Dave Romney was staring. And I I would say in those particular cases, for sure, I thought you were wrong. Nick DePew is going to be okay with Nashville. You watch. And and, and Eric was like, eh, we'll see. Right? Like, what, <laughs> I, I, yeah, those guys, those guys are all, it's same guys, but in different fonts. And I think it's it's one of those things where like Romney was, you know, uh, you know, Pokemon. He was, he's Charizard. Dan Stairs is your Charmeleon. And then Nick DePew is Charmander. Like it's the he's the furthest down on the evolution category here. So, again, I was I was upset to see Romney go. I can, thought he was versatile. Can, can we talk about Pokemon cards for a second? Um, <laughs> my oldest decided uh, that she wanted a uh, Pokemon cards for for Christmas. Whole deal. Hot thing. Hot thing. Right. And I'm like, listen, I get it. I mean, Pokemon cards were around whenever I was like younger. I they didn't, haven't gone away. Yeah. 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 The whole deal. But then like she's like sending me eBay listings, listings, which is always a problem. <laughs> always <laughs> so a problem. Th- those are the kind of cards. Okay, right. That's yeah, a whole you know, different like, level. Yeah. Like, hey, dad, here's a PSA rated 10 Charizard <laughs> in from Germany. And I'm like, what? Excuse me? What is going on here? Yeah, I'm so talking anyway, about the packs from Target, yeah. and Walmart. Yeah, that, that's that's not where we're at here. That yet. you can't get because like <laughs> some 37 year old goes in there and buys all the boxes as soon as they come out. And the same guys. Have you seen the guys with the Hot Wheel cars? 
who come in and oh yeah and, and like they keep look, sh- looking sh- behind sh- yeah <laughs> i'm like dude i just want to buy my kid a car he's, he's like oh which one is he getting i'm like do not talk to me we are not in the same we are not the same people right now this is a three-year-old who wants a car you are a 37 year old who's looking for the next hot thing i don't need to be part of that anyway i'm getting old and i need <laughs> to stop I kind of respect it, though. Yeah, no, you know, the thing I like about Hot Wheels, still 99 cents. Still 99 you know, cents, yes. Inflation be damned, still 99 Which cents. is why I allow my son to get a car every time we go to Target, because it's yeah. 99 cents. It's a dollar, yeah. and he's can't, happy. Can't go wrong. Yeah. But but going yes. back to the you know um, Romney conversation where I was a little bit more upset to see him go because I thought he still could have got used for him. Stairs, I was disappointed to see go. I would have liked to have him on the roster, but I understood why he was going to go be a starter somewhere else. Same with the Romney. Pew is, yeah, Depew is one where I go, I'm not totally heartbroken that he's off the team. Wish him well and hope, you know, he could have success elsewhere. But I'm, I'm not too disappointed that he's gone. So, uh, you know, to your uh, to your Dr. Pepper drinking, Romney's your Dr. Pepper, Stairs is your Mr. Pibb, and then Depew is your Dr. Thunder. So I think, ha- have we beat that uh, comparison? Do you have any other ones? No, I think that's it. I don't want right. uh, to. Mine, mine usually are adult rated when anytime I try to do something oh. off the cuff, so it's never going to work. That's that's not where I park my car. <laughs> this, is, this is not where I park my car. I don't know where my car is, but this is not where we started. Um, all right. So Nick Depew, so the $50,000, it goes, here's the rub. And I, I would lo- I, w- I will whenever I get a chance with Greg and we're one on one and I have a little chance. I'm going to ask him if he's if he like throws something against the wall, because what happened was they trade Nick Depew to Nashville for $50,000 in general allocation money. And right about the same time, Nashville announces that they that they got $650,000 in general allocation money for Dan uh, or for Dave Romney. Right. And so when you look at those two things, it's like, so did you undervalue Nick? Because Nick more than likely is going and maybe isn't an exact replacement for Romney in Nashville. But is somebody who will compete for that spot in Nashville? Yeah. So it's Romney, Romney-ish. Yeah. So so Nashville just made six hundred thousand dollars off of off of off of spinning Dave Romney, who was a Galaxy player, gets another Galaxy yeah. player in Nick Depew, and is going to do the same thing again. And you got fifty thousand dollars. And I want to know if Greg Vanny saw them sell six fifty and went, "Dang it, that's too low." <laughs> Could have gotten more. Could have gotten, gotten more. away with it. Could have gotten one hundred twenty-five. Yeah, exactly. Could have gotten one hundred twenty-five. Couldn't got one hundred fifty. You know. And I often wonder if if you talk about that when you're a GM, you're like, listen, we're moving Dave, so we need somebody. So, uh, you know, blah, blah, blah. We'd like Nick. You know, day, okay, we'll sell you Nick. Like how much you, we'll give you $50,000 gym. Well, how much are you getting for Dave Romney? Yeah, I'm like, I wonder if that's like, yeah. if that happens, right? In the whole deal. Are so. you allowed to ask that? Yeah. Good times. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Uh, Bob, by the way, uh, $2 super chat donation for the Riccolo, Riccolo uh, cough drops. I would like to hold on. Give me a second. I was gonna say, not just Bob, but Bob Loblaw. Are you a are you a Arrested Development guy? Uh, That's one of oh. the, it's a one of the dumbest jokes in the whole series. But just the fact that the the lawyer's name played by Scott Bayo is Bob Loblaw. It's it's a great name, Bob Loblaw. It is a great name. I like that. Ten dollars <laughs> super chat from, from Emerson as well. Um, anyone 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 want to meet at the tailgate and play Pogs? I just was talking about Pogs not too long ago. I had a Keeny. I looked at my wife. I'm like, yeah, man, I had some Keenies and get those Keenies and Slammers, right? And she's oh, like, Slammers. Did you have any pounders? Some gla- some plastic hard. <laughs> oh yeah. You know, like like four pounders deep. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You should yeah, glue. So you could super glue those together to get them real heavy. The whole deal. My wife looked at me like I was nuts, which is always fun. Uh, Ten dollars super chat from Emerson. I think I said that already, but very good. All right. So Nick Depew, $50,000, not a lot, 
Um, you clear a little bit of room in terms of cap space, whatever. It's like two hundred and something thousand dollars. That's not the big deal. So uh, with Nick DePew off, and I just think it's all interesting whenever you can tie that in with Romney and sort of look at all that stuff and say, okay. Now, here was the surprising one, right? The really surprising one, because I didn't expect that there was going to be anything else. Uh, this is actually when I called Uncle um, at the LA Galaxy. I said, okay, that's enough. Stop. We're, we've, there's three, three announcements, four announcements with Sasha retiring in one day. It's a lot to pay attention to. Uh, the LA Galaxy signed midfielder Memo Rodriguez, free agent, 27 years old, uh, is from the Houston Dynamo and spent his entire time with the Houston Dynamo. Um, and he, He's a guy, 21 goals, 15 assists, 148 games played, 92 starts. I mean, he's not a, he's going to be a depth piece in this LA Galaxy midfield. He can play left wing. He can play central mid. Um, I think he can play a little CDM as well, but mostly CM and, 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 and cam for him, but also a left wing. So you're getting back up across the midfield, which I think is really cool. Uh, yeah. He's a guy who knows how to play. This is not somebody who you're going to have to like sit there and like hold their hand. This is a professional uh, who can come in and play a role. And that's the thing. So often we talk about the good LA Galaxy teams of the past of having guys coming off the bench who would be starters other places, right? And I think a lot of times we even overlook guys like Kelvin Leardam, who is a very good player in his own right, but is a depth piece for this LA Galaxy team. That's depth. Memo Rodriguez provides depth and experience in a place the Galaxy don't have depth or experience. They have some depth, but not proven depth, and they don't have the experience on that. You're talking about Daniel Aguirre, uh, Johnny Perez. You're talking about um, uh, Adam Saldana, right? These are the guys who we've talked about a whole bunch yeah. that were sort of like, they're the next thing, but they don't have experience. So somebody said it said it best, I think, in the Discord. If you take Sasha Kleshin and Victor Vasquez, you get rid of them and you replace them with a Memo Rodriguez, you did something there. That is, yeah. that is a move that you made that consolidated salary and got you a workable piece that doesn't make you change formations. So if you're talking about any of the signings, I think that have happened so far this year, which is kind of interesting because Chris Mavinga is going to end up being a high-dollar signing uh, not super high dollar, but you know, uh, it's a sizable chunk yeah. of the salary cap. Memo Rodriguez is going to end up being one of those signings where you sit there and go, this was probably a really good signing. To p and, and it's somebody the galaxy absolutely needed for when Brugman can only go for, you know, 70 minutes, that type of thing. Correct. And I think you nailed it. Lex mentioned it in the chat. You mentioned it on, uh, about the discord. I think when you look at Vasquez and question, especially with question announcing his retirement today, and then memo Rodriguez kind of sliding in, this feels like that replacement for, uh, what question brought on the field. Um, you know, when he was supposed to spell Brugman or, or Pooj or, or when he was going in there for Delgado, um, you know, necessarily wasn't, you know, at the top of his game, but Rodriguez is someone who's absolutely you know, a regular starter around this league and is going to be able to contribute and is going to be probably even be better coming off the bench. Um, if that ends up being his role, which most likely will end up being his role. Um, because you could plug him in in different areas as well. We, you know, we've seen Grand Sur have to come off early. Um, you know, so he could slide in on the wing as well. We still don't have a winger on the other side, <laughs> you know, uh, you know, is it Douglas Costa right now, but can, you know, Memo Rodriguez maybe kind of go back and forth and slot in on the other wing as well. So I think he is someone who is going to be great. He kind of reminds me of, um, you know, what, what Efren, Efrain Alvarez was supposed to be I, for the LA galaxy, I think is what Memo Rodriguez was for Houston. Someone who was a homegrown player, you know, scored some goals. Yeah, I believe he scored against the galaxy a, a, a couple times, if I remember correctly. So I think, you know, he's going to be, this is a nice little kind of under the radar, 
you know, serviceable signing kind of reminds me like a, of a Mark Delgado signing of last season where you don't think much of it, but he ends up having a great season. I think this is another one of those. You're not going to think much of it, but then when you see, you see what he brings to the table, I think this is someone that the Galaxy are going to be happy, happy with. It, it feels that way. Uh, so you had Chris Mavinga coming in, non-TAM deal, two years, no options, right? Memo Rodriguez comes in one year guaranteed uh, two club options on the end of that. So club option in 24 and 25. So they're not stuck with him. It's flexible. They can do sort of what they need to do. Um, it was really interesting. I was reading a whole bunch of sort of reports from Dynamo fans and stuff. And I think this one to me is is sort of the guy. This is one to me captured. I think somebody who, who actually watched him play. Uh, Galaxy fans memo is a hardworking and versatile player can play winger cam or CM. He's a smart player who can make ch- who can make chances and will be a solid piece to y'all's team. He got a y'all in there because he's from Houston. Um, <laughs> he's no reject. He just needs new scenery. I hope he shines for y'all for y'all to y'all's uh, except against us. So that was at keeping tabs pod. So shout out to them for that little synopsis of uh, uh, yeah. of memo Rodriguez. I like are, it. I like this. I like yeah, this those one. are those are the things you want to see. You don't want to see. Uh, you know, kind of the the replies that you saw when Colorado Rapids signed Kevin Cabral as all the Galaxy fans saying LOL and saying, ah, good luck with that. Or, you know, you, that's what you don't want to see. You want to see, you know, fans who are sad to see him leave. Hope he has success elsewhere. Kind of like, uh, you know, where you're at a 50-50 mix with Depew, where you're like, okay, I hope he does well at Nashville. Figure it out. You know, that that's, that's the type of thing you want to see. You don't want to see people saying, yeah, good luck, you know, signing that bum, you know, and that's not the reaction that you were seeing with him. You were seeing, okay, this, this guy's a decent player. So, uh, I'm looking forward to it. I, th- I think it's it, for a depth piece, it's knock, knocking it out of the park, especially if he can, uh, is going to be able to contribute more than what Victor Vasquez and Sasha Kluschen did, uh, on the field. And, and to that point, uh, you talk about the experience of Vasquez and Kluschen and being mentors, uh, Rodriguez isn't, he's not a, a toddler. No, you know, he's, he's not. been around the league. He's gone through, been a homegrown grown player. He had a lot of experience in the league. So that he, he could still provide that experience and that, that, uh, you know, that, that infer that, uh, <laughs> that soccer mind, you right. know, he's going to, he's going to work in that way too. This isn't just, you know, someone who's fresh and, you know, from league two league, you know, <laughs> league two, who doesn't know his way around the league. This is someone who's going to know, uh, how to have an impact on the field. When, whenever he scores, does he does he go to the corner and then he writes down a little note because he's taking a memo? I just I just want to know. That's no, rough. No, that was I, I, that was we're rough. good with dad jokes, and I like a good dad joke. But that was that was rough. that was right on the edge. That was red line, red line dad joke right there. Cool, I'll love it though. Cool, noted, noted. I just I'm, I'm just taking <laughs> you know I'm just you know? I'm just taking notes taking over here, memo? taking right, a memo right. perhaps. Uh, let's double down on the bad ones. That's what I say. Uh, I will take uh, I will take uh, uh, what. A little bit of heat. We're, we're having a tough time tonight. Yeah, it, it is. It's, it. it's one of those. I'm, I'm going to take, take a little bit of, of fun away from the two signings. I would say that um, they did say similar things in their, in their announcements whenever they said it. Uh, Memo goes, excited for this next step in my career. Can't wait to get started. See you soon. Uh, Chris Mavinga, new year, new color, new challenge. I'm really excited for this next step in my career. See you soon. Uh, I'm really excited, Eric, as we start season 15. I'm really started, excited for the next step in my career. See you soon. Um, I don't know how you feel. But uh, yeah, well, I'll see you soon. I'm excited for the next step in my podcasting career. So also, uh, I'm right there with you. Okay. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> the one thing, at least, we went away from G's up. You know, hey, my G's. You know, you get Ricky, <laughs> Ricky Pooch in there. Hello, my G's. 
you know, so maybe they did that in their video message. We'll see, we'll see where it goes. That's how you get canceled. I was wondering yeah. how it would be. That was it. <laughs> Let's go, my G's. <laughs> <laughs> the, the first time you said it, I was like, oh, no. Oh, no. But then you watch him play, and it's, he's adorable. Is that God some, bless. Is God that, bless he, he is. He's a Disney character. Um, I can't wait. I can't wait till like it's 20 years down the road and somebody goes, let's go my G's. And you're like, yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ricky Bush. I remember that. I remember that. I remember that. And it was the whole deal. So, uh, all right. So that's the majority of the news today. Um, a lot of stuff to cover a lot of little things here and there. Nothing massive. Like I said, uh, let's talk about two things before we close out. One is designated players. The LA galaxy have a designated player spot open. Um, they very well could have two designated player spots open. We were talking in the Discord today, and I was sort of seeing there, and I think there's always some concern. There's, it, It's weird. There should be, this should be, the LA Galaxy are full of opportunity, Eric, because they have an open DP spot. But there's also some concern that they're going to screw that up and tie themselves to a player for the next three to four years, and then that bogs everything down. And I said, I was sort of kicking things around. I'm saying, you know, it's not a horrible sp- spot to be in right now. You can actually take a little bit of a gamble on a designated player in terms of the length of the contract, because let's say Douglas Costa, you don't buy him out. Let's say he stays. His contract expires in December. Next so year. you get that one. Yeah. Chicharito's contract expires in December. You're going to have two DPs coming up this next year. And you sort of have to try to hit a home run this year with your designated player. That at least one that you're trying to fill because you don't get a chance at a second one in the summer or anything like that. So it's not the worst place. There's flexibility there. I think it changes a little bit if they do buy Douglas Costa out because that means that they're they're more focused on now. Well, and I think that's that's the curious thing because it all depends on who you can get. Because if you can get a game changer, if you can get someone who um, you know is going to make a huge impact, you know, and with, uh, with the talk of Pavone, I know that that's when you know we don't know where Matt Doyle exactly got that rumor, but if you get someone like that and then you're able to get someone else, that's a no-brainer to buy out Costa and bring in someone else to be that final piece. But the other thing I think we also need to consider is with Ricky Pooj. Um, you know, if he has a good season, he's someone who is going to want to be compensated for how well he's be, be how well he's playing. So if you let Chicharito lapse, you let Douglas Costa lapse, maybe one of those spots you need to save for Pooj. Yep. And so that's something you need to consider as well. Um, you know, h- however that plays out. So yep. that's just then that adds another wrinkle uh, depending on who you want to bring in, but it's all who who's available. If the, if, the market right now doesn't have a game changer available to the galaxy. You know, they shouldn't offer that long term right. uh, and, and hamstring themselves. So they I, I agree. They're in a good spot where their roster as is is a competitive MLS roster and it's just gonna be icing whatever they're able to do. They I, I still think they need that game changer piece to put them over the edge, but right now they're they're serviceable. The though the other thing is in the summer they're not gonna be able to bring any, anyone in. So that's does that add extra pressure in the yes. preseason? Oh, yeah. It adds a ton of pressure. And yeah. I think Greg Vandy's going to go out there. The, the Christian Pavone thing is this, and, I, and I've said this, and I, I think I've made it very clear. The LA Galaxy, I'm sure, would love to have <laughs> Christian Pavone back. Um, in fact, I think if you really want to play tinfoil hat, maybe the sanctions came in when they came in because the LA Galaxy were going to bring in Christian Pavone again, and they needed to clean up whatever, misfa- yeah, whatever that- failings they had before. That doesn't smell funky. That smells like what we're cooking. Yeah. <laughs> Here's the thing is, one is I don't know that there was any, that there is any such rumor that Christian Pavone is coming in. I, I will say this and I re- reiterate again is that um, Greg Vanny likes Christian Pavone and always has. 
Greg Vanny, sporting director. I don't, by the way, can I, can I complain in everything that all the announcements that they're putting out today and all the press releases, that's Greg Vanny head coach. It's not Greg Vanny acting sporting director. And I don't like that. Well, Greg Vanny head coach isn't wrong. No, but he's the sporting director right now. He's the <laughs> acting sporting director. It's right. a, before, it's before like a, the ball's being kicked. We'll call him the sporting director. Right. I mean, that's what it, that's what they told us he was going to be was acting sporting director. So it's one of those I sort of sit there and go. Mm-hmm. So I think that Vanny very well could go down that path again. Now, again, it sort of goes to that same thing we talked about at the beginning, which was you have a scouting network, right? There's other players in this world before besides former TFC players and Christian Pavone. Yeah, and former Galaxy players. And yeah. former Galaxy players. But <laughs> but at the same time, Pavone's a known a known product, right? And, and we know that. You know that. what you're getting. You know what yeah. you're, and that's something you can't say for a, any other DP that you're bringing in from outside the league. You don't. You can't say that really you know what you're going to get from that. So there's some of that too. So we'll see where that goes and see how that lands. This is the final thing that I will bring up to you um, before we leave. There was some news in uh, the Noisy Neighbor section today. Uh, that Will Kuntz, who is their number two under, I believe, John Thorrington, right? Um, guy who was spoken very highly of, was with the Yankees, um, was widely uh, credited with being heavily involved in creating and building rosters for, for LAFC. Uh, he left the club. Uh, we don't know under what circumstances he left the club. We don't know. And and we, uh, we, we've been asking around. It's not like, oh, there's a whole deal. We don't know what circumstance he left the club, but this is a guy who is a heavy hitter in Major League Soccer. Um, this is a guy who, if somebody said, you know, if you're looking for a chief soccer oper- uh, you know, operations guy, this is your guy. I think there was a tweet out there. He's considered the best number two in the league. So like someone who is a GM and waiting and basically is just waiting for his shot. So is there a team that needs a GM? I don't know. Or that needs a president? I don't know. Is, I, is there a team without a president? We don't know. We don't know what we don't know what we are. It right now the LA Galaxy presidency is uh, Schrodinger's cat. It, they, it is both. Yes, it is alive and it is dead at the same time. Uh, Chris Klein is both the president and not the president at the same time. Because if you can't observe him, which nobody has been able to, can you tell if he's the president or not? Um, so this is something to watch. I'm not saying that there's any rumors that hint that put him there, but it is. Listen, geographically for him, I'm sure it would work real fine for him to stay in Los Angeles and become a GM somewhere and go up against his former team. I think most people like look forward to that, right? Like that's a challenge. Uh, This seems like a guy who is ready for that challenge. So um, that's that's where we're at. That's that's sort of where I I, I feel everything is left at right now. Uh, Anybody asked any news on Isco? No, that's more fan rumors than anything else. Um, I thought he didn't he land on a, a La Liga two team. I, I haven't seen that yet. I heard he okay. was still up for grabs and, okay. and there were, there are like very, you know, rumorish reports of that. MLS possibly could be his next landing spot. Um, LA galaxy. I thought he got swooped up already. Okay. Maybe, maybe I'm I, wrong. I don't yeah. think so though. I, I think Back I saw today. Uh, I think I saw today that he was still, he was being linked with the LA galaxy again. That'd be great. I'd be okay. So, with that. so he doesn't, I don't know how well he fits. That's he's more of a 10. He more sits centrally. You have Pooj, you have Bergman, you have Delgado. Who's he going to take over for? He's probably going to, he needs to play winger. He went, the galaxy need a winger, Eric, <laughs> a 10 plus 10 guy. They need a 10 plus 10. Who's going to be the 10 goals, 10 assists guy. They need that guy because if they get that guy, uh, and I will once again, point out, I think the Gala galaxy had the sixth best offense in all of major league soccer last year. Just take that as you will. That's not bad. It's not bad at all. Right. When you look, it's so funny. When you look back at the season, does it feel that way? It doesn't feel that way. No. Yeah. 
I know. But but then you look back and you say, actually, yeah, it does make sense. Yeah. When you look at some of those hot streaks that they were on. Somebody says apparently that post was a joke from the second division Spanish team. So all right, it felt wrong. I was like, how did he land there? How is that uh, the option? Yeah, that yeah, 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 yeah. I know, I know my Spanish laughing. Um, so yeah, there we go. Uh, that's where we sit. Did you like that? <laughs> that was that was again. I like the memo joke better. The the, the mem- so the worst joke was better. That's how that's how dad jokes work. I understand. Um, that's where we sit. LA Galaxy at 24 players on the roster. I actually did, and I was trying to compile the the allocation money that I see in 2023. Here's sort of where I have everything right now for allocation money is that I have the Galaxy have about a million dollars in allocation money. Now, that doesn't count before they get a million dollars taken away on fines for, for the Christian Bavone signing way back in the day. So maybe they have zero dollars in general allocation money right now, but the, you know they're getting six hundred thousand this year from Kevin Cabral. They're getting fifty thousand from Nick DePew. They're getting two hundred thousand from Sebastian Legette in twenty twenty from that twenty twenty two move. Uh, they owe a hundred thousand dollars on Mark Delgado. It was conditional, but on on uh, incentives. But I'm sure he hit those because he played a bunch. Uh, there's a possibility of eight hundred thousand coming for Sebastian Legette. We don't know if they got that or not, but we we have to assume that perhaps they did. Um, fifty thousand dollars for the for the Yenich the rights that we talked about. Chase Gasper cost them four hundred and fifty thousand dollars this year in general allocation. Uh, he also cost them another three hundred in uh, incentive base. We don't know whether or not they're paying that. That's sort of a guess. I don't know. Um, and then one hundred and fifty thousand dollars from Ryan Rurellison, um Whenever he came in, so there's all these things that are sort of put together and, and you know, as we mark these things and we can try to keep track of them, bottom line is we have no freaking idea. I mean, that's really what this guy, I put a really good chart together to tell you, I have no idea how much <laughs> the LA galaxy have in general allocation money, but just to give you an idea of the money that comes in and goes out in a general given year, um, somebody has a spreadsheet somewhere and they keep track of that stuff. It's not me. Um, you know, I have, I have a loose spreadsheet sometimes. I was going to so. say someone has one that actually counts. Yeah. Someone who keeps those sheets there. Uh, let's go $5 super chat from Lex. Are you guys at all surprised at how quickly the demand rumors for Julian fizzled out? I mean, not a single rumor this off season winter transfer window, two things, very up and down season last year. Other thing is LA galaxy seemed very committed to keeping him this year. So I don't know that there really is even anybody. They were even entertaining any ideas. Um, so I, I think those are the two things. I'm not surprised. Um, you know, maybe that window, I, maybe that window closed. It doesn't feel like it. It feels like Julian could very well with a good season, be right back out there. I, I really hope so. I'm really rooting for Julian Araujo to, to, you know, get his European dream and kind of make that move because he was someone who's on the trajectory. But I, 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 to answer the question, I am surprised that there hasn't been a single rumor, no interest. You know, it seemed like there was some things cooking and then it just kind of went flat um, and then his play kind of went away with that. You know, we mentioned that he's one of the players who's going to be on their way to media day. So maybe the galaxy is making this push to make him a galaxy star to put him on the map. And then hopefully that will help him have some success elsewhere. The one thing that just concerns me and it's in the back of my head and it's, it happens is sometimes MLS, you know, there's MLS lifers who there's rumors of possibly going to Europe and then, you know, it doesn't happen one summer and then they get stuck into a contract. Uh, with MLS team and they just become MLS lifers and not that that's not a respectable way to have a soccer career. But, you know, when you see a player like Julian Araujo with a lot of ambition and a lot of promise, um, you know, there's no reason why he can't, you know, be that guy and, and, and end up in Europe. So I, I'm rooting for him. 
hopefully those rumors and he has such a strong season that those rumors just become inevitable and uh you know he could find his way you know how 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 rare is it that we're upset that players are leaving the team and here we are rooting for a player to play so well that you know for him to be scooped up by someone i think with his age i that's exactly kind of the way mls is set up and how we want to root for him so you know, I'm, I'm surprised by it, and I ho- I'm hoping that he could eventually get there. Uh, $5 super chat from Michael says, uh, sorry I'm late. Uh, <laughs> any news on Pavone? Nope, no news on Pavone. Just go back and listen about 15 minutes, and I, I think yeah. you'll find all that stuff is... We beat that one down, Michael. Thanks yeah. for joining us a little bit late. But yeah, we. <laughs> yeah, it, it's it's nothing right now. Yeah, uh, Walter Campos asks, what happened to the Salvadoran player that supposedly had signed with us? Uh, that was a joke. That was Brian Rodriguez, I believe, and that one wasn't going to happen. He was joking around whenever that, yeah. that whole thing. So too many jokes. So yeah. everybody's got like the jokes. the East Coast thing. Yeah, I got burned by the East Coast thing. I wasn't, to be fair, I wasn't paying... Close enough attention, but you oh, know, Brian apparently T- that was a joke. Brian Tamakis, that's what it was. There it was. Okay, that's I, I couldn't remember what the guy's last name was. So, um, yeah, uh, I will. Let me throw out this warning. You want a warning? Chris Mavinga. Sure, I'll take a warning. Chris Mavinga comes in from Toronto. What does he need to come in from Toronto? Oh no, P one visa. P one visa on an ITC. He needed an international transfer certificate to go from Toronto to the LA Galaxy. So you know how people were saying, oh, well, basically they uh, the Galaxy will have to shop within Major League Soccer, and I've even theorized that because of a single entity, they can actually do that. Um, <laughs> may not be true. Uh, they may need an ITCs in order to, to make those transfers even within the league, which means the LA Galaxy would not be able to do anything in the summer except some, send guys out. They could get money. They just couldn't spend it. So I don't know. This is, I'm gonna, here's, here's the addition to that warning. People are not prepared for the anger that is going to come out this summer whenever the Galaxy can't sign anybody. The yeah. It will be off. They're forgetting the, about it already. Yeah. yeah they, it will be off the charts because you're going to watch all these teams add players and the Galaxy won't be one of those. And, and it, in a World Cup year where players made names for themselves and became household names uh, in this past winter, they're going to become available in the summer and the Galaxy will not be on the list of... Uh, teams able to sign them yeah that's going to be really unfortunate it's going to be uh, this podcast will be all it will be is a, just like breathing into a paper bag for everybody so that way we can calm everybody down <laughs> all right all right or, or we'll just yell with everyone too that works too yeah whatever it's all good all right um i think we're done that's it i'm done did. you're done this is closer to an hour I, you know with all the news that we had i thought maybe we'd go an hour and a half but yeah closer to an hour but i'll take it I, I don't I don't have the voice for that. My voice is just barely recovered today where to the point where I can sound almost OK. I'm sure somebody people still notice a little raspiness in there. Um, you don't want to hear me sing right now, so uh, we won't do yeah. that. No karaoke. Not like last time you and I were on the podcast. I was gonna together. Say, you know, we got the Reva queued up. Maybe we'll get there. <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> it's a fancy. Is that yeah, it? fancy. Yeah, fancy. Okay. I just <laughs> Wait, shout out to everyone who went and discovered that song for the first time. Yeah. Was walked walked away with their jaws dropped once they realized the content uh, of that music. <sighs> I love all the Star Wars references that are popping up into like into this. You know, the uh, the the hate leads to suffering. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> anger leads to hate. Hate leads to suffering. Pain is weakness leaving the yeah. body. I love it. We got, we're a real inspired chat room. If you don't, if you haven't joined it's, our chat room, you, it is you need one of to. the better chats in, in, on the planet here. The best in the galaxy, I must say. Oh, in the galaxy. Look at you. Very nice. Let me write that down. 
Okay, cool. The first one to do that. Nice memo you did there. <laughs> that is exactly. Um, ah, can we get this, can we get the paper writing sound that and then every time we talk about memo, we'll just play that in the background. I think there we go. We have locked in 2023. It should be a good one. <laughs> a lot of fun things coming up. LA Galaxy headed to Coachella. That's coming up. We have preseason games coming up. LA Galaxy reporting. Uh, then LA Galaxy LAFC at the Rose Bowl. So a lot of fun stuff. Shout out to the LA Galaxy, by the way. Sent me a pickleball set, an LA Galaxy pickleball set. My, my, oh, wow. I was, was going to say, I'm was, banging microphones. Wow. You, I play pickleball. You, I like pickleball. I don't, I don't Where's know my about pickleball that. set. Yeah, pickleball, sport of the future. Hey, stoppage time from Herb. Uh, Upper V. It's Herb's back. Happy New Year, Josh wow. and Hammer. Late to the show. $20 super chat from Herb. We salute you, sir, Herb. Thank you very much for reaching out to us. Thank you for joining in. We certainly appreciate it. All right. Let's close it down. Anything else you want to talk about? You good? That's good. Well, I, I usually share my social media as I do have a social media update. Oh, yes. So I am now Hammer EV9 on everything. Well, so Twitter, also, Instagram, TikTok. Alignment. It's all the same social. I talked. Oh. To, I teased a rebrand last week, but uh, the professional foul, which was previously on Instagram, I've kind of gone away from that, you know, following players on social media. Since I created that account, there's been a lot of other LA Galaxy accounts that have popped up and they actually do it a lot better that I was doing it, quite frankly. Mm -hmm. So I figured just I'm going to stick to the hammer stuff. Still going to give my opinions, still going to give my insights, do my dances, do my thing, play the hammer hits. I'm basically going to be like LA Galaxy Smash Mouth. Like I, the catalog isn't deep, right. but you're, you're going to sing along when All-Star right. comes on. Right. So, so, so I'm just going to stick with everything at Hammer EV9 on everything on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, Hammer EV and the number nine. So that's my little social media update that I have in my life going on. Very, very good. Make sure you follow Hammer there. If you're looking for me on Twitter, at JGS1, it's still the same. At Galaxy Podcast, cornerofthegalaxy.com. Day number five of Who Is Your President? Rocking and rolling. Here we go. LA Galaxy, 15th season of coverage here on Corner of the Galaxy, getting ready to kick you off for another season of 2023. For Mr. Eric, the Portuguese Hammer Vieira, I'm Josh Patrick-Gessman. You've been listening. You've been watching to our little Corner of the Galaxy. Have a great one, everybody. You've been listening to the Corner of the Galaxy podcast on cornerofthegalaxy.com. You can follow the show on Twitter and Instagram at Galaxy Podcast. And be sure to check out and subscribe to iTunes, Stitcher, and Facebook by searching for Corner of the Galaxy. Fans, we thank you for listening, and we ask that you be kind and courteous to your neighbors as you leave the podcast. We thank you for joining us and look forward to seeing you again. Until then, I'm Michael Araujo, and on behalf of the entire Corner of the Galaxy crew, goodbye, everyone.